The time for empty talk is over. Now arrives the hour of action. It's time for the John DePietro Show here on News Talk WNRI 1380 AM and 99.9 and 95.1 FM. He's a special kind of sentinel. Mr. DePietro, who is in the eye of the storm. Suddenly, John DePietro became the story. Radio talk show host John DePietro. All right, hour two. Welcome to lunchtime. Good afternoon, one and all. It is Juan, your faithful servant, the defender of the airwaves, the fighter for truth. And we are celebrating the acquittal that is within 24 to 48 hours. Pork boy wrong again. How about the fact Dan York goes on? Who would allow this? Dan York goes on the air and he's saying how much he admires Cicilline and predicting that Trump's going to be removed from office. He had that idiot professor from uh, Providence College, Professor Kim Arongo, and they're both laughing and gloating. It's over. Trump's going to be removed. There's Mike Cunningham going to be removed from office. And how great. All wrong. The program of record. Dan Pork. On the station of record, it's Dan Pork. And he's uh, saying that um, Trump's going to be removed from office, and it's the best thing for the country, and blah, 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 and telling Cicilline. Can you imagine saying to David Cicilline how much he admires him? I really admire you. How about Granahan saying she wished the impeachment was over because she's tired of them interrupting days of our lives? (laughs) Who would listen to that? And you know what? I worked with the cackle for you. When I worked with the cackle, when I worked with Granahan, she would never, never, a couple things, never read a newspaper, never watch an evening news show at all zero favorite shows days of our lives general hospital and dancing with the stars <laughs> i wish that ah the sighing ah the white of the world ah such a burden um ah i'm so tired of them interrupting days of our life like who watches that my that ridiculousness that's who does that's who does hola ryan that's right two idiots ah God, over. No wonder the place is disintegrated. I mean, I, part of me actually feels bad. Who knew that it would fall so far? Poor Salty rolling over in his grave. PRO is over. Half of the ratings. They have half of the ratings that when I left, complete collapse. And the people, who would give Peter Alvedi his own show? And I know Peter and I'd like him, but you give him a weekly hour show? Like, what are you kidding me? Oh, yeah, I want to hear more about road construction. Boy, that's a great blanking topic. <laughs> oh, my God. Crazy. But the pork boy, it's over for Trump. Blah, blah, blah. Trump's done. Him and Professor Camarongo. Try- oh, yeah. Guess again, pork boy. And then I like, uh, you know, listen, I was in the car. Huh, that's funny. Two hours without a blanking phone call. I don't know. I like this slide. I actually heard Pork Boy say this. I did. Listen, I don't, I, I'd like to monitor just to make sure it's as bad as I think it is. said, I don't know what gets you going anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You mean the fact that the ratings have completely collapsed, but they leave him on, him in the cackle, upset that Days of Our Lives is interrupted. Well, I was with Billy Gilman, and we were trying to watch Days of Our Lives, and the impeachment came on. <laughs> Who would listen to that? You know what else is comical? These people are weak behind this show. They're like on time delay. Hello there, Frank. Liberals are crying. How about that sign, Janet? All right, 766-1380. To the phones we go. Good afternoon. You're on the John DePietro Show. Hello. Hello. Hello, John. Hi there. Quick comment. Yes, Quick sir. comment. I, uh, 
I've been registered as Republican all my voting life, okay? I've never received an email from Cicilline, not once. But in the last three days, he's been bombarding my Gmail account. Now, I, how would he get my Gmail account if I've never been registered as a Democrat or an Independent, but as a Republican? Someone must have sold my contact information, yeah? I don't know. That's a good question. Um, you know, you know what's interesting days, is, keep in mind, his mind, you know his family background, right? Yep. Father, his father was in-house counsel for the patriarchal crime family. So... When you see headlines that Cicilline's going after Silicon Valley's social media, I think you understand what that really means is he's about to shake them down. Right, right. Right? He's not looking to clean up anything they do. No. Whenever you see something like that, that means he's going to put pressure on them for one of two things or both, money or information. Mm-hmm. He could okay. be putting pressure on social media companies that may have your email information and other information. Well, I just feel it's like an invasion of my personal rights. I it mean, is. I never signed up anything. I've never, on any of his websites or anything, anything Democrat, I'd never have done. Yep. And now he's bombarding me the last three days all about the impeachment, how good I'm doing. I said, I, I, I don't even open the messages. I'm just looking at the headline. You know, that's, Think that's how odd that is. That's very, very strange. It, it, that's, that's all I had. It's just, it's, it is very strange. And yeah. it, it, it's a little unnerving, John. I don't blame you. And it is. And that's the way they operate. You know, he's doing that in a couple different ways. He certainly has established with you that he knows who you are. Now, you mm-hmm. obviously must live in, you know, Congressional District 1. So he no, knows I don't. You don't, I don't live I there. Live, I, I live in North Smithfield. No, that is Congressional District 1. Yeah, oh, I'm you sorry. Live in his I'm district. sorry. I, yeah. I'm sorry. So this is also a way that he's establishing um, the northern part of the state. From Woonsocket to Newport, it swings around like that. If you look at a map, is CD okay. they call CD one Congressional District one. Providence is the the cutoff, and then the southern part of the state, and then there that falls into Langevin, and then it um, breaks off into North Kingstown. Uh, Langevin has parts of Jamestown, North Kingstown. But my point is, he's that that is a subtle form of intimidation. He's letting you know he knows you live in his district, and he has your personal information. Right? Yeah. That's that's yeah, what he's doing. You're absolutely right. I just don't understand how he acquired it. That's all. That's that's the biggest question in my mind. You know, but I, I, I agree with you. It's intimidation. It is. It is. Yeah. Is he asking for money, or he's just like alerting you? He's alerting me. As as at this point, he's alerting me. I haven't opened the emails because I have no desire to know what he's talking about at all. Anyway, it's all lies. I would still but, open it. And if you don't mind, yeah. I would be curious to see that. I understand your reluctance, but... I'll, you know something? I'll forward it to your email. Forward it to me. And again, you okay. just go to my website, dipetro.com, yeah. john at dipetro.com. I'm willing to bet he's looking for money. And by the way, that's another form of intimidation. Right. Right? He's yep. he, You live in the district. You're a voter. He's letting you know, number one, he has your personal information. He literally never signed up for anything. Number two, doesn't ask for money. So that is that is complete um, a form of extortion and intimidation that they're doing this. But 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 don't think it's by accident or they're not oh, no. sending a message to you. No, not at all. Yeah, <laughs> but I'll, I'll send it to you, John. But one thing before I let you go, one thing I, I want you and other people to realize is you, you're talking about you know again you have to remember who the father is, what the brother did. When, when right. you see this headline, and the New York Times, they fall for it. You know, Rhode Island Congressman David Cicilline, he wants to get 
um, you know, the big tech companies in line. He's going to go after Facebook and everything else. What, what, what they are almost naive on is behind the scenes, you have Cicilline has someone. And they're reaching out to these tech companies or Facebook or some of the, and they're social media companies. And they are making it very clear that there's a certain price that could make this whole thing go away. And then you put on top of that, too, uh, Elizabeth Warren yep. submit the bill on that, on the uh, uh, internet speech about uh, she wants to make it a crime or something like that about mis- misinformation. That's right. On yes. Social media. Yep, that's kind of, right. Kind of the same thing, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Silicon. Yeah, these people, when they put out that type of stuff, they're not looking to clean something out. They, they are putting that company on notice that they want to mm-hmm. get paid or they're going to come after them. That, that's oh, what sure. it really is. Yeah, this I, is I agree not, with you 100%. You know, this, this is not about trying to clean things up or do the right things or proper legislation. Oh, this oh. is 2020 modern day shakedown tactic. Extortion, right? absolutely. Do you yep. remember, before I let you go, um, are you a Rhode Islander, for instance? Do you, yeah. do you remember Do you remember when Shabooms opened on North Main yeah. Street in the 80s, right? Yeah. So at the time, whoever had that territory, whoever was the mob guy that had that territory, so they went to the, you know, the owner of Shabooms, and they're like, hey, you know, we understand you have a place. Here's mom what you're going to have to pay, uh, blah, 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 per week. And the owner of the Shabooms at, the, at that time said, no, I'm not, I'm not paying you anything, blah, blah, blah. Well, I don't know if you remember, but that night, Anyone who went to the grand opening, they like, I don't, I don't remember how many windshields they smashed, cars oh, they yeah, damaged, yeah. and everything else. Now, yeah. that's, that's a way of, you know, now we're going to come back again. Uh, oh. No, let me repeat the conversation. Do you remember we said it was going to be 2000 a week? Now it's going to be 3000 a week. I mean, that's, that's how they operate. So yeah, right. now when Absolutely. they first approach you, remember what Al Capone said? You go a long way. With a gun and a kind word, you go a much further with a gun and a kind word than just a kind word. When they first approach, the line is, boy, you have a beautiful club here. Boy, I'd hate to see something happen to it or some of the people <laughs> that are visiting the club, right? They're the, they're the friend and everything. But, but make no mistake, when Cicilline, David Cicilline is saying he wants to look into and social media, behind the scenes, they're reaching out to Facebook. Saying, he's already done it. Yeah, he's already, he's done, already it. done it. Here's how much we want, or we're going to put full court press to really make life difficult for you. Real criminal. Absolutely agree. Yeah. Absolutely agree. Forward, forward that to me. I'd be curious to see it. I'll Thank you for the call. While. Folks, 766-1380. He lost every criminal case. Not all. Not all, Wolf. No, not all. Try to plea bargain it down. He had some wins. He certainly had some wins. I mean, later in life, lost his fastball a little bit. Um... But he knows the law. He knows the law. Folks, uh, again, good afternoon. It's John DePietro. Again, huge day. They are so upset. How excited are you about the fact right now? And you know what? I am glad that Mitch McConnell is not caving and the Republicans are not caving on this whole thing regarding witnesses. Uh, This whole thing is a sham. And as much as people and they are so upset and they're screaming up and down uh, and uh, and, and how dear and Mitch McConnell and it's a rigged game and blah, blah, blah. And, and all, all of those things. But it's, it's going away very, very quickly. There's too many things in the news cycle for this thing to stick around. It's just not going to. 
So if you'd like to call into the program, first time callers are welcome. 401-766-1380. Lindsey Graham, Senator Lindsey Graham spoke a short time ago. And uh, let me play some of that. He's been great, by the way. Increasingly optimistic uh, that Republicans will uh, move to a final verdict uh, before Tuesday. The president will be acquitted in a bipartisan manner. We're not blocking anybody's witnesses. We're just not going to legitimize the House choosing not to call a witness, dump it in our lap, and put us in a spot where if you called a witness, you'd be filling the courts out of judicial review of impeachment. That's exactly right. They're not going to cave, and they should not cave, by the way. Let me play a little bit. Uh, this is a Today Show piece regarding um, the, the whole thing of where it sets up with uh, Kristen Walker. Good morning to you. After months of wrangling over impeachment, it could all be over within the next 24 hours. Today, both sides will deliver their closing arguments and then hold that pivotal vote on whether to call witnesses. Republicans now just one step closer to handing President Trump an acquittal and a major political victory. All right. Overnight, a dramatic end to eight hours of questions and answers on the Senate floor. Have you notified Mr. McConnell of your decision? Yes, well, I have. Republican Senator Lamar Alexander right, announcing right. he's a no vote on hearing from yeah. witnesses, calling the That's president's right. behavior in the Ukraine controversy inappropriate but not impeachable. Right. Adding in a statement, there is no need for more evidence to prove something that has already been proven and that does not meet the United States Constitution's That's high bar right. for an impeachable offense. Alexander, one of four Republican senators who had hinted during the trial yeah, that, that they boy. could vote to hear from witnesses. Yeah, Senators Collins and Romney saying they are a yes vote Thursday. Senator Lisa Murkowski said. What happened? What the hell? She's still undecided. But even if Murkowski does vote yes, that makes it a 50-50 split. Chief Justice John Roberts, sitting in the trial as a presiding officer, highly unlikely to weigh in and break any tie. Meaning a vote later today on calling witnesses is likely to fail. The president's defense team pushing for a swift acquittal. A verdict, a final judgment of acquittal would be the best thing for our country and would send a great message that will actually help yep. in our separation Make of powers. But Democrats firing back, Screw demanding you, they Elizabeth hear from Warren. witnesses, no. including the president's former national security advisor, Wrong. John Bolton. Bolton BS. reportedly alleges in a new book, not reviewed by NBC News, that the president withheld military aid to Lies. Ukraine in exchange for investigating the Bidens. Not true. The truth is staring us in the eyes. Chef. We know why they don't want John Bolton to testify. It's not because we don't really know what happened here. They just don't want the American people to hear it in nope. all of its ugly graphic detail. With his presidency hanging yep. in the balance, President Trump defiant at a rally in Iowa. Damn right. You know, we're having probably the best years that we've ever That's had in right. the history of our country. Yep. And I just got impeached. Yep. Can you believe these people? I got impeached. 
So, Kristen, we're likely, as I you love the third at person. the end of this process. So how does it play out today? What do you expect to happen? Here we go. Well, Savannah, this historic day is going to get underway at 1 p.m. Eastern today. That's yeah. when both sides will each have two hours to deliver their closing arguments. Then it is expected they will move to vote on right. that critical question. Both. Will they call witnesses? Now, again, no. at this point, it appears as though that measure is going to fail. Yep. Then they would move to the big final vote, whether to convict or acquit President Trump. Now, yep. that could be a long process because Democrats are expected to introduce a number of amendments. So uh. if it's a long process, it could last hours, late into tonight, early into tomorrow. But if Republicans do acquit President Trump, yep. it would hand him a major victory, just as the 2020 race is about to officially get underway in Iowa next week. So well, I'm glad you brought that up back. All right, so that is uh, the latest now. Folks, 766-1380. Hello there, that's right. That is exactly right. I apologize. I know we had someone on the line that wanted to uh, weigh in. And uh, I, I wanted to play that, though, just so you understand. This is very, very significant of where we things lie right now. And that is, the, I, I believe, they're going to wrap this up. McConnell's in, in control of it. And they are going to wrap this up. Um, let me, uh, I believe President Trump... Do I see? Is he speaking right now? Let me see if I just tip into this. Stephen Begun. Hi, Stephen. And thanks also to Representatives oh, Chris President Smith Trump and Wagner, Michael McCall, and Chip Roy for being with us. Thank you very much. Let's listen just for a minute. And we have a lot of great senators that wanted to be here so desperately, but I said, just stay where you are and do your job, please. <laughs> We also have with us Ambassadors Callista Gingrich. Hi, Callista. <laughs> Sam Brownback and John Richmond. Thank you all very much. Thank you. Thank you. And Director of the FBI, Christopher Ray. Christopher, thank you, Chris. And we have uh, Georgia Attorney General Chris Carr, very active. Thank you very much, Chris. Thank you very much. And Florida Attorney General Ashley Moody. Thank you. Thank you, Ashley. Thank you, Ashley. Florida Lieutenant Governor Jeanette Nunes. And First Lady of Texas, Cecilia Abbott. I just saw your husband, by the way. I just saw your great husband, great gentleman, and North Carolina. Right, I'm not sure exactly what's going on there. Hello there, Roseanne. That's exactly right. All right. I have Matty Yellow Info. We'll take more of your phone calls. Folks, good afternoon. It's John DePietro, 401-766-1380 if you'd like to call in. But this is a very significant day. All signs point to this impeachment Senate trial uh, being wrapped up tonight and tomorrow. All signs point to that. And then it is full speed ahead. You have the Super Bowl on Sunday night. You have Monday night is Iowa. Tuesday night is the State of the Union. And you still have the uh, coronavirus that is out there. All signs point that this whole thing could be wrapped up. And it should be. And then now this is what a great kickoff for re-election. That is exactly right. 766-1380. Let's go to the phones. Good afternoon. You're next on the John DePietro Show. Hello. Hello. Good afternoon, John. This Hi there. Gary from Yes, Cranston. hello there, Gary. Good afternoon. Good. You know, you know, John, uh, you just, uh, just mentioned about 
the Democrats and uh, you know, and they're, they're talking about uh, uh, they want to try to attach amendments and uh, and other things to these proceedings. And they just let it go. It, it, it's over for them. They just despicable. You know, they're, they're the biggest sore losers in the world. Uh, everything is my way or the highway. I am so tired of them. I'm tired of that Adam Shift. I'm tired of Nadler, uh, the whole crew, but they will. They'll just drag it out. They'll drag it out and try to attach amendments. Um, and it's going nowhere, though. That's the beautiful thing. Mitch McConnell, I am so happy that he is Senate Majority Leader. He has outmaneuvered them on the biggest stage. Well, you know, he's, uh, he's proven not, not that it's hard to do, that he's smarter than they are. You know, they, this whole thing uh, they didn't do certain things like, uh, was it, uh, saw Weisenberg mentioned it the other night in Laura Ingram when they had the uh, impeachment proceedings, you know, in the House of Representatives. There were certain things that they didn't do. Uh, they never went to the courts, you know, to try to compel witnesses. Uh, certain people like John Bolton, for example. I'm expecting the Democrats to say, you know, at, at, uh, some of them like uh, Hakeem Jeffries and Adam Schiff are going to go on a hunger strike um, at any minute. Could you believe, if you were following any of the coverage, Gary Lester, I mean, they are literally near tears and crying. Now, one thing I, I do want to take issue, I know you're saying it's not that hard to do, but when you have, I mean, without question, this is biased reporting. You have the New York Times, you have the media at full blast trying to remove this president from office and doing everything in their power, breaking every type of uh, of any type of policy they have or anything like that. They're taking Bolton at his word. They're doing everything possible. The media ganged up with Schumer and company and doing everything trying to remove this president. And you have the president holding strong and all the voters of the American people behind him. You know, you mentioned, you know, I mentioned John Bolton and uh, they, they're playing the, the tape of him last August and he's talking about like, when he was uh, still, it was a national security advisor. Yep. And he was talking, he was talking about uh, uh, Trump and his phone call with Zelensky of Ukraine, of Ukraine. And, and there was nothing. And now suddenly in his, in his book, there's, there's a bolt of lightning in it uh, that uh, it was a quid pro quo. Uh, between Trump and the, and the Ukrainians? Bull. It's Wrong. nonsense. Yeah. You know, I've never been a fan of Bolton. I mean, and, and I like the, the best way it was summed up. I was speaking to someone at the White House uh, yesterday, and they, they said, you know, the thing about Bolton, it's not that he's not a smart guy and he's been around a long time, but they said, you know, there's something kind of off about the guy. And, and Gary, it's it's like, Whenever there's any type of, and it was kind of funny because the way it was described to me, whenever there's any type of problem that arises or anything, Bolton's, when they would go to Bolton, you go around the room, this person says, I think we should try this, I think we should try this. Bolton's thing is, oh, I think we should bomb them and attack. He's, he's, his, his, he is like the hawk's hawk. He's never seen a conflict for a country that he didn't want to attack. I mean, there's something about that I just I just find comical. They, they, they started to like laugh the fact that... His um, his answer for everything is that we need to take military action. Well, you know, John, he's literally and figuratively a bomb thrower. I mean, we we would need uh, if his if he got his way, we need like five million people in the military. Yes, yeah, yeah, and you you can't listen. And and the thing is with President Trump, he knows. Um, the way things are today, you know, we demonstrated, and this, he is not, and our military is not praised enough about this. What we demonstrated to the world with that, when we took out that terrorist at the Baghdad airport, 
who was, uh, you know, uh, Iran's, you know, general hiding in plain sight. That that sent chills to a lot of bad guys in countries and rogue countries around the world. Because our military, and regardless of what your political strife is, it's not your imagination. We have the finest military in the world, and we demonstrated that if we ever want to, we have the military intelligence capability, drones. We have the ability, basically, the United States and President Trump sent a message out that at any given moment, in a moment's notice, we can kill anyone in the world that we want. And that's very, very powerful. And that uh, certainly resonates around the world. Definitely. Definitely. Yep. And that's not to be underestimated. And he doesn't get credit for that. And I don't think some people fully understand the power of something like that. When we took out that thug terrorist from Iran who was at the Baghdad airport, don't think that that was missed by Putin, by that little fat stooge in North Korea, or anyone else. Because that was a clear met. We found that guy. We knew exactly where it was. This wasn't like a rocket that went astray. You didn't hear, oh, they missed and hit something else. That was pinpoint accuracy. And, you know, there is a, that, that certainly got everybody's attention when you do something like that. Well, you know, you never get, uh, Trump will never get any, any credit from the mainstream media and, and the Democrats. I mean, just look at when that, um, the guy had been head of the uh, ISIS caliphate, Baghdadi, was killed. Yes. Uh, the New York Times described him as an austere religious cleric. He was a freak, he was a, di- he was a dictator himself, he was a terrorist. Yeah, and I'm seeing that Bolton, they're trying to leak out more information, more and more. This this is pathetic. This is really despicable. They are doing everything possible to try to keep this thing going, keep it just endless witnesses, blah, 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 drag it out. They're doing everything possible to try to drag this thing out and, um, and with no end in sight. And that's good afternoon, Dr. Lisa. And. You know, you can't fall for it. The, the, none of this is tested. I, I don't think, I think you're exactly right. That interview with him, he doesn't mention anything like that. I don't think at this point, um, he's upset that he's no longer there. They, they just didn't feel a need for him. I mean, you can't have someone, I don't want the, I don't want our country just attacking people at will. I mean, that's insanity. We don't have to. And you know what yeah. else I love that is not brought out enough is under this president, uh, because of this president, as a matter of fact, we have more oil because of this fracking. I don't know if this does not get covered enough. Do you know, when I was speaking with um, Carmine and Henry Oil, we have enough oil. They found enough oil in the Midwest to last 600 years. Did you know that? No. Yeah. See, that doesn't even get covered enough. We, we, don't, we don't have to. The thing with Iran and Saudi Arabia, we don't need them anymore. We have plenty of oil. The United States, we can export. We can, uh, export oil. We, we don't need any of them. Never mind, you know, we're going into electric cars and everything else. We, we don't have to deal with them. They don't hold yeah. us hostage anymore. This is far different than 1979 when, you know, the Iranian hostage crisis and gasoline prices in the 70s. And, you know, they would hold us hostage and things would shoot up. None of that type of stuff going on. No. You know, John, just one more thing about John Bolton. Go ahead. Uh, I worked for the Defense Department for 34 years <clears throat> before I retired. And periodically they would give us, uh, a, uh, you know, updates at seminars about, when you left government service and one of the things that uh, they would uh, bring out to us was like you couldn't i say write a book or um, publish something about what your job was for so many years after you left government service and i'm wondering has anybody asked john bolton or his representatives 
uh, if, if enough time has expired so that before he can publish something, certainly something as explosive as this book he has. Well, right now, he's trying to leak as much as he can to the New York Times. And as a matter of fact, the New York Times, uh, the Drudge Report, they even have, first of all, how about this? Entire school district closes for two days after 600 students call in sick. How about that? Let me just click on yeah. this, Gary, while you have it. Have you heard about that in Cleveland? No. An entire no. school district in Ohio. Um, so this um, co- uh, coronavirus, uh, an entire school district in Ohio was shut down this week. 600 students called in sick. Holy cow. 2,400 people attend, 600 students, 50 staff members out sick. Symptoms such as high fever, vomiting, and body aches. My goodness. Uh, But let me get to, so this New York Times, they just uh, posted this. Trump told Bolton to help his Ukraine pressure campaign. The president asked his national security advisor, in front of other senior advisors, paved the way for a meeting between Giuliani and the Ukraine new leader. Now, this is Maggie Haberman, Michael Schmidt. They've been leading the charge for the New York Times against the Trump administration. More than two months before he asked Ukraine's president to investigate his political opponents. Now, this is Bolton now. This is him claiming this. Bolton claims President Trump directed him, then his national security advisor, to help with his pressure campaign to extract damaging information on Democrats from Ukrainian officials, according to an unpublished manuscript by Bolton. Again, this is just more of the same. They're just trying to up the ante. This stuff is unproven. We have no idea whether or not it's true. It is Bolton so upset that they knocked him out of there. I, I don't you. Th- I mean, I think he's compromised yes. with this stuff. What do you think? Well, yeah, exactly. You, you know, uh, the thing about Bolton, you know, I, I don't understand uh, uh, people like him. Uh, another one is Anthony Scaramucci. Oh, even he had a really brief, oh my God, a I can't stand him. Right, like, 10 days in the White House, yeah. you know, and he was gone. And then he, he wrote a book not long after, which I read, uh, and he's uh, extolling the virtues of Donald Trump. And then last year, he turns. He just, uh, out of nowhere, and now he's on CNN and yeah. MSNBC. I can't stand uh, I, I don't him. understand the these people. Yeah. I'm, you know, I, I, and Bolton is, is following that same path. You know what it is with that Anthony Scaramucci, who, by the way, he I believe he's friendly with uh, Frank Caprio Jr., not the judge, but the junior, the one that shoved it to Obama. I mean, that tells you something right there. But with Scaramucci, it was the biggest thing in the world. And President Trump gave him a chance and he blew it. And now he is like a disgruntled ex-girlfriend. Like he 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 cannot. He is he is just so upset. If President Trump ever everything that Scaramucci is saying and doing, if President Trump ever called him and said, "Hey, I need you to come back," he would drop everything he was doing and run to the White House, no matter where he was. All of this, Gary. It's it's they they can't comprehend. That they're like, like he was riding the wave and rode into the White House and he's with the president. And then, listen, he totally screwed up. So the president, you, you couldn't have that guy there. And and then, you know, when I've interviewed Sean Spicer, he's like, you know, the guy came in. And he didn't know what he didn't know. He, he, he was it was amateur. Hour, it was novelty. He blew it. Scaramucci blew it. And if you're Trump, you can't have a guy like that. That, but you're exactly right. That that 15 minutes of fame, he is he's continually chasing, doing anything and saying anything to get on a microphone, just to try to get the president's attention. Nobody knew who Anthony Scaramucci was before he had his 10 days you're of right. fame in, yep. in the White House. That's right. He'd be an obscure stockbroker or a hedge fund manager. Right. From New York, there's a million of them. Yes, yes. But now. 
He is, um, he is just, you know, he, you know what he is, is if you ever watched Good Morning America, he's really the Today Show. Scaramucci at this point is when they're doing the Today Show, those people that stand outside and they're waving at the camera and they're waving signs and holding up signs and everything else. That's what he is to President Trump. He is doing Scaramucci. He's doing everything possible. And that guy, you want to talk about, he thought he was going to have a television show. He thought he was going to get, well, he did. You say he had a book. I, mean, I don't remember that. He, um, yes, he did. He and the wife would do it. He thought like he was going to be the next, like George Stephanopoulos in some way. And instead, he's, he's nowhere. He's limited talented talent. That was his chance. He blew it. And now he'll just, and, and you know, that is so embarrassing. He goes on CNN and knocks the president in that way. What a jerk. What a real yeah. jerk. You know, you were mentioning some of the, uh, some of the local talk show hosts on uh, another unnamed yeah. station in the area. And yeah. uh, I just, uh, you know, when, not, this is not them, but... A guy was just infuriating me every day. I find myself shouting at the TV on the five and Juan Williams. Still, I realize he's he's got to play the liberal foil to some extent, but he just says one stupid, uh, nonsensical thing after another. I, I just I want to throw a shoe at the TV yeah. uh, to, to, and then to listen to him. Yeah, I feel the same way. I mean, I know they feel they have to balance it out. But um, but Juan Williams, I, I his narrative, I, I personally find it annoying. Don't you find it annoying? Exactly, extremely annoying. You know, it's like uh, you could take Juan Williams up to a wall that's painted yellow, and he'd say, "Oh, that's brown." That's right. You know, uh, it's just, it's just, uh, 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 he's out of the blue. But I, I like uh, Jesse Waters and and. Um, uh, Greg Gutfeld just yeah. uh, throw it right back in his face. Yep, I met both of them. They're good guys. Gutfeld's a good guy. I'm supposed to see him in a couple weeks. Um, I I uh, I like them a lot. That show is wildly popular, by the way. The Five does very very well in the ratings. Yeah. If yeah. the Five was on the way, the last ratings I saw, if the Five, which is on at five o'clock, if that was on MSNBC, I think it would be the highest rated show on MSNBC. That wouldn't, that wouldn't take much. <laughs> no, it would not. No. But they are, you, you know, you could just see it last night and today. They're deflated. This is not what they thought. This thing is backfiring on them. You know what they also, they are so amazed at is they thought this was going to galvanize the country and everyone would just be sit and mesmerized by it. And, and it, it's not. I mean, I don't know about it. I find it, I find it challenging to sit and watch a lot of this impeachment stuff because it's so tedious and boring. It is. It, it, it just is. is. It's completely boring. And I think um, in, in the scale of history, I, I don't think this even maps out. I, I don't think I don't think this has affected the president in any way. I think it, it I want to know what you think, but I think it has highlighted the divide. And what I mean by that is I don't believe that there was someone that maybe was in the president's camp and now as a result of what's happened here they're no longer a supporter. Um, and I don't, I don't think either side has flipped. I don't think anyone that was against him is now with him. And anyone that was with him is against him. I think it has fallen flat. They thought this was just going to rock it and hurt him. And I don't know about you. It's just Trump supporters that I talk to, and I talk to a lot of them, there's more resolve that we're not going to allow the David Cicilline's, the Dan York's, that crowd to drive this president out of office. You know, I, I just want to comment that um, uh, until it was long as, as the uh, democratically controlled uh, House of Representatives, 
uh, at least until November, that is, uh, I wouldn't be surprised that in two weeks or three weeks they come up with another another scenario. Uh, could be uh, Macedonian influence in the yeah, election. That's right. Good or point. Something. And 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 there is going to be Nadler and Schiff again. Yeah, it's there gonna we be go. The same thing over and over again. They yeah. just won't let it go. Meanwhile, they should be addressing issues like. Uh, infrastructure repair that's needed in this country. Health they're not doing care. anything. They're not improving no, they're, they're, anything. They're, they're, they're not doing their they're job. Completely, they're completely fixated on this thing. It's like it's, it's like they, they can't uh, see anything else. They don't care about anything else. Nope, that's right. And the worst is Cicilline. His entire life. Good afternoon, David. His entire life is geared around this. He's still upset. Supposedly he was crying, inconsolable, because Pelosi didn't choose him to be one of the impeachment managers. He fancied himself that he'd be up there with Nadler and Schiff. Uh, Cicilline, can you name one thing that he has accomplished this year? No. Nothing. Neither, Zero. Not this year, but past years. Past years, but especially. or Well, well I, I say this year. This year just started. But he's, he's, he doesn't do anything. All he does is go on television and attack President Trump and... They just float along. That's become the job. They're not. A, they're not a, uh, accomplishing anything. Well, Cicilline's only function is that Nancy Pelosi presses a button on him, and he goes out there like a talking head. Yeah. MSNBC and CNN. You know, this can't stand. You know, the president must be called to account. The Constitution is at stake over here. American democracy is threatened. You know, it's over and over again. Yeah. Very, very redundant. It's more of the same. But this thing is not going the way they thought. They really no. thought that this was going to be the end of the president, without question. Thank you for the call, Gary. Folks, 766-1380. I want to just play. Uh, I, I, I'm still talking. I, I hate to knock. There is it just, just, I know it's a Friday. Good afternoon, everyone. Oh, good. Let me play. This is, um, I think this is the trailer for Meet Matt Frazier, Psychic Medium. Now, again, I don't know him. I've never said anything bad about this guy at all. So if there's anyone that says that I'm, I've trashed him, I've never mentioned him before. But I do have one child who has attempted to watch this uh, reality show that he does. And I was in touch with his publicist to maybe have him on. But I want to be very clear. Someone had said to me, hey, I heard you were taking a shot at that kid from Cranston, Matt Frazier. I've never, this is the first time I've ever mentioned him. Now, I have retweeted some articles about them. But I've never um, watched him. But when I have watched, I haven't watched the show, I haven't discussed him. But when I have watched it, there's just something about him that I can't. <laughs> Look at that. I don't know, Lisa. Is he? I don't know. I don't know. He, uh, he's got the fiance and she's a former Miss Rhode Island. Um, yeah, that's right. Thank you, Dennis. Stop turning your back on Cranston. I keep hearing that. So let me play a little bit. This is Meet Matt Frazier, Psychic Medium. I have watched some of it. I, did, I was doing for someone. I do a decent impression of him when I've heard him. Um, and then the person I was talking to was like, you should do that on the radio. But I, I don't. Let me play a little bit of This was the trailer where they're promoting his. Um, he has this television show on E! With his um, <clears throat> female fiance. <clears throat> um <laughs> Is it funny, Dr. Lisa? Oh, yeah? The mom's hysterical? I've never seen it. Dr. Lisa, call in if you can. I've never seen it. 766-1380. All right, this is Matt Frazier. Now, again, we were supposed to have him on, and now his publicist, I believe someone is telling the family that I've been trashing him. I've never mentioned him before. I've retweeted a couple articles about him, 
But it was more just to help him with press. That's what I was doing. I was trying to help the Cranston brand. I was retweeted some article. I've never written about him. I've never talked about him. Anyone that says I've trashed this Matt Frazier, it's completely wrong. Oh, DePetro's really trashed. I have not trashed him. I have retweeted a couple articles about him. All right, here it is. Meet Matt Frazier, psychic medium. The only people that listen to me are dead people. Your father, he just showed me his writing. Shut the hell up. The only you people that listen to me are dead people. He is the top psychic medium in my book. The only people that listen to me are dead people. Because you can't put a price on this face. You know that, right? I got to be honest with you. I don't know if having my family working for me was a good idea or not. Hey. Are you regretting it yet? Oh, my God. You should never hire family. You can't fire them. <laughs> Honey, come on. You know you love working That's with your mother. mother. I think you need to shut up. Matthew is the most temperamental family member. Are you kidding me right now? Yeah, you go probably like super excited to just scream at everyone. This, this is my conference room. You have no stuff. You know I'm OCD. I come in here. There's rappers. And- right. oh, oh, no. No. I can't believe this. I am not angry. <laughs> he seems I'm like not a little angry. angry. I am not angry right now. How many people here are skeptics? Raise your hands. My dad. He's afraid of dead people. <laughs> Describe Beyonce. Matt. He's everything. He's wonderful. Look at him. I'm so proud. Look at this. He's crazy. Something yeah. about him. Matthew is unapologetically Matthew. Oh my God. He has a bidet. Obsessed with a bidet. Normal. He wears what he wants. He says what he wants. I'm yours, buddy. Are you obsessed with yourself? Boom, boom. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say a little bit. Can I keep these? He definitely stands in the mirror and looks at himself more than I look at myself. It's all sparkle, bling. I look orgasmic. I look orgasmic. He's one of a kind. I have to agree with that. Of course you do. I have to agree with that. I don't know. Something about him. I can't put my finger on it. 766-1380. To the phones we go. Good afternoon. You're on the John DePietro Show. Hello. Hi, John. It's Lisa. Hey, Dr. Lisa. So you watch the show? <laughs> of course I watch the show. I have not. Tell us about the show. Matt Frazier, Meet the Frasers. He's a uh, psychic medium from Cranston. Very attractive uh, fiance. Former, I think she was in the Miss USA pageant for Rhode Island. Um, so you're telling me, so you like the mother that's on the show? Oh, she's funny. Especially when I'm from Cranston. So, I mean, you know, she's just your typical Italian mom and it's just it's a funny show but it's a, it's a, it's hard to get past this whole persona that he puts out there i think that's kind of the issue that people seem to have and what wait a minute, when you say the persona what's the persona of matt Fraser, psychic medium well i think a lot of people especially if you look it up online they they question his sexuality what do you very, mean <laughs> he's very what do you mean by that <laughs> i talk to dead people i talk to dead people <sighs> I don't know. He's got the fiance. He's got the fiance. Don't they show them in the shower and everything? So, wait. Are there questions of whether or not it's it's legitimate? I think if you if you look up online, you'll see a lot of people questioning the same thing. It's not to take away from the show, but it's just kind of weird. Trisha, you can put your finger on it. Well, I don't know, Um, but you know, I have seen that actually, and. I, I don't know what, again, I haven't seen the show, so I can't judge. But The show is funny. You the show is the funny. Show. Just, to, 
you got to watch the show. The Italian, they use a lot of just Italian slang words, and they um, put subtitles for what, what it means. So it's just really funny, especially growing up in Rhode Island. You've heard a lot of these terms before, so it's, just, it's hysterical. Lisa writes, he's totally gay. Not that there's anything wrong with it. His fiance is either Jeff or the show she's playing. Um, again, I, I've never seen it, and I we were all agreeing that if, in fact, someone was... There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. Now, Dr. Lisa, oh, but you're saying there's a lot of comments online that people are questioning uh, the relationship yes. between him and the fiance, Alexa? Yes. If you, if you Google it online, you'll see multiple you know, <laughs> sites that people are questioning that all over Instagram and everything. It's just, it's just a little bit, I don't know, maybe obvious. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I agree. Nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with it, I think. But that's the problem is that you feel like you just want him to be him. If that's the case, like it just kind of seems weird. That's all. But the show's funny. you got to watch it. All right. He is a fiancé. If his fiancé was a guy, <laughs> Patricia writes, you know, if, if his fiancé was a guy, would you be surprised? Uh, no. It would actually, I, I still watch it. It's, you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. it just seems weird that it's not a guy. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> you know what? But it's so, you have to be so sensitive in the media because, you, you know who, and, and I feel better when women come out and say it because some women that watch it, that, that they immediately sense when they're watching, like, oh, my God, like, that's totally like a gay guy or whatever. John, you, you, if you watch it, you know right away. It's not, you know, it's, it's I think everybody watches it says the same thing. <laughs> I haven't talked to somebody, anybody who says otherwise. Now, his defenders, I would imagine, would say, what are you talking about? He's got this beautiful fiance. He's So it doesn't come up on the show as a topic. It's just they're, they're just a couple. Correct. Yeah, okay. there's nothing. Uh, the topic the topic's just fun. It's fun to see uh, Newport and Providence and Cranston. And um, like I said, the family dynamic is just funny. It's a, it's a funny show. So you and really when, when is it? it? It's on E. When, when, when is it on? Ooh, I don't know. No? I forget what night it's. Yeah, I don't, it's on my DVR. So I don't oh, okay. So you just watch it like that. Um, I want to yeah. guess, is it maybe on, is it on Tuesday nights around 10 o'clock? Okay. Only because I was, I was talking with his publicist and I was going to have them on. Janet writes, I would not be surprised. I met him once and my impression was that he was gay. So, you know, what's just comical to me is, um, if you remember, Dr. Lisa, when, when I was looking, this goes back to 2013. I was looking online, and people were telling me that Clay Pell was going to run for governor. And I'm reading, like, okay, Coast Guard, Pell name, worked at the White House, married to Michelle Kwan. And then if you remember Clay Pell, you, you would listen to him within 30 seconds, and, and you would— you would immediately be like, oh, well, wait a minute. And I'm not trying to be mean, and I'm not homophobic. Monday night, says Patricia. But do, do you remember the stuff? I mean, Clay Pell, when you met him, I would hear from different women that saw him when they watched him and give a speech and everything. Um, I, I mean, does does that stand out to you, Clay Pell? You know, I've, I've never really heard oh, him. Oh, you never heard time. him when the debates and everything? No? No, but aren't they divorced already? They are actually divorced, he and Michelle yeah. Kwan, for whatever reason. Yeah. Not to read yeah. anything into that. But I'm just saying, that was another example that people, I was at a gathering, and he was being discussed, and it was like a political-type gathering, Clay Pell now, and, um, and, and, and everyone was dancing, <laughs> dancing around it, and a lot of the affection with Michelle Kwan seemed a little forced, right? I mean, like, there's people that are affectionate, and then you can, don't you find, like, Dr. Lisa, you could tell people, maybe it's like a little forced PDA, public displays of affection, and he was yeah. just kind of like that, and, um, I remember hearing someone say that they weren't sure, and then they were at an event, and they came in, it was during wintertime, and Clay Pell was like, oh my God, it's so chilly. Well, that, <laughs> this that, individual that, is like, oh boy, I mean, that sealed it for me. Go ahead. That, 
that's how the that's how the show is. It, 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 the the Matt Fraser and his fiance they, they seem more like really good friends, and that's what it seems like. So it's. You know, I, I don't know much about it, but yeah. Um, All right, now again, you know, like I've never seen. Lisa so says yes. I've never seen it. I will try to watch it. Um, I'm not. The fact we're discussing it, and and the people. You know what I think is refreshing is now you're saying you like the show. If that were the case, it would not be a problem. As we, you know, both want to say, there's nothing wrong with it, but Absolutely. it's not one person. If someone thinks that. I don't think that makes them a bad person or homophobic or hateful or any, it has no bearing no, at all. No. It's just that is someone's general impression. And I met Dr. Lisa, who's on the line with us, and she's married and you have children. You And you deal with, in your profession, a lot of different individuals. And you may not, you're there to treat them for why they're seeing you. But subconsciously, when you are treating them, in your mind, one of the things that would come out whether you realize it or not, is whether or not someone is gay or straight. I, I like it when people are a little more forthcoming. I just feel like it makes things more comfortable because, you know, you want to treat everybody the same. And sure. you want to, you know, I, I always find it nicer when, you know, people kind of tell you up front. You I know? see. And yeah. Just, I don't know. I, I feel like you just, you know, it can be more real. And, and um, but when you, but, one last question. When you were watching the show, how long watching it before you thought, uh, Matt Frazier, psychic medium, before you thought, like, well, wait a minute, this doesn't seem to fit with the fiance. I don't know, five minutes? Five maybe? minutes? That fast? <laughs> you have, you, you watch it and you time yourself. Okay. All right. Well, I was playing That's the trailer. <laughs> so, all right. Dr. Lisa, great to talk to you. All right. Dear. All right. Thank you, folks. There it is. 766 1380. Again, I've never watched it. I will try to watch it. And I feel bad because I was going to have him on. Um, him and the fiance, and then I was hearing back from someone. Let me just let me check. I did contact the publicists, and then they were um, they were uh, someone relayed to me that they heard that I was trashing him. I've never. This is the first time I've discussed him on the show, but uh, that is. This seems to be a common theme running. Elisa says immediately. All right. And again, we often keep saying, not that there's anything wrong with it, zero, I don't know him. I met someone related to him, and the person was very nice and said, hey, I forget exactly what the connection is, but hey, I'm uh, Matt Frazier, I'm somehow connected, I don't remember exactly what it was, and he's from Cranston, and you should have him on. Hi there, Colleen Graziano. And I said, oh my God, I, you know, certainly, I would, I, two seconds, a Rhode Islander who's on television, if I could help promote that in some way, I'd be more than happy to. And then as um, I, I postponed it because of everything that was happening with the impeachment and everything else. And I, I want you know, you know you to understand that I, I then, um, I hate to bump a guest, but at the same time, if there's something major, I fell for the impeachment thing just like everyone else. I thought it was going to be a big story. But um, I hate to then bump it. So I said, well, to the person I was speaking with, um, the publicist, why, why don't we wait and see how the impeachment goes? And if the show's going to be on for a while, it's not just like on one night, then I'll have them on down the line. So I will still, I did reach out to them. I'd like to have them on, uh, Matt and Alexa. But it seems to be a common theme now that I'm seeing from different people that, that again, I have not seen it. But what Dr. Lisa was saying seems to be um, reverberating out there a little bit. So it's tough for me. I mean, I, I don't know. Uh, and I don't want in any way that to come across as uh, anyone's being mean-spirited or it would have I, – I, it's, it's impossible for me. I haven't seen the program, but I'll have to watch it. But I have seen the trailers. And um, 
Anyhow, all right, folks, I want to remind you, if you're ever in an accident, call West Fountain Auto Body, Kenny, Patricia, Kaylee, 272-3340, located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. You, you, Colleen Graziano, you, Lisa Vespia, you, Listing, can count on West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340. Remember, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. Call West Fountain Auto Body today, 272-3340. I'm looking at some email that's coming in, and I can't read the email. Enough of that. Wait, who put that? Is that from a woman? Diane, what do you mean he reminds me of Liberace? I, I don't, I haven't seen the show. Liberace was very, very talented. I think my parents saw Liberace at the at the tent back in whenever. 272-3340 for West Fountain Auto Body. Located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. It's West Fountain Auto Body. Now, if a tow truck shows up, if you're in an accident, if some nitwit hits your vehicle, number one, Kenny said, immediately call the police, fill out a police report. Number two, if, if, if the tow truck shows up and they're going to tow your vehicle, instruct them you want it brought to West Fountain Auto Body. If you can drive your vehicle, hopefully you can, away from the accident, your first phone call is to Kenny Patricia Cayley at West Fountain, 272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. They will repair your vehicle's showroom-like condition. And on top of that, uh, they'll handle everything for you. You can depend on West Fountain Auto Body. I've brought friends there. I've brought family there. I wouldn't send you anywhere else. Hi there, Chris Moran. It is. This show's way off the rails today, Chris Moran. It's a Friday. I am in such a good mood because the president's going to be acquitted. But again, folks, call them, 272-3340. You have people texting and driving, uh, drunk drivers. You have people on, um, uh, you know, edibles and cannabis and impaired, whatever we're calling it these days. You just, people, it's crazy out there. I was with um, Melissa and Ronnie yesterday, and, and she was hit in uh, Smithfield where some guy jumped the curb, told her car. West Fountain Auto Body, 272-3340, 272-3340, West Fountain Auto Body. All right, good afternoon to everybody on Facebook Live. Again, uh, visit the website, topetro.com. Next hour, the Power Hour's here. We're going to open up the phone lines. I have new info on the Mattiello crime family. Uh, they're cracking. The state police are going after them. They talked to his right-hand man, the goon, Montanaro. I'm going to play a sound of that. Plus, Mattiello, very, very nervous, could be coming to an end, the whole thing. So the power hour is next. We'll open up the phone lines to you, 766-1380. And the big news, it looks like President Trump is going to be acquitted in the Senate. It's John DePietro. Stay with us. A lot more ahead. The power hour is next right here on the John DePietro Show. WNRI Winsocket.